Hey, this is Troy Baker. And Nolan North. And you're listening to My, My Xbox, Xbox and, and me. me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah. Welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 64, I think. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the United States My Xbox and Me champion, mm-hmm. Joseph. Hello, everybody. How's you doing? Joe, Joe, Joe. Yes. How's it going, fella? How are things? It's good. It's good. It's 9 a.m. I'm ready to talk about games. Yo, today has been one hectic day. So 9 a.m. for you, 2.30 yeah. for me over oh, in yeah. Jolly Jolly England. And I just, yeah, I, I was like, I'm on my way home from work. Can you record? And you're like, yes. Yes, I can. And then sorted. Sorted, (laughs) sorted, sorted. And you said, yeah, I'm ready to talk about games. And I'm like, well, this is the podcast to do that. So let me start this off by saying, welcome to My Xbox and Me. This episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Poly Games on YouTube, of course. Oh, me? That's... That's you. Oh. And mcfixer.co.uk. Um, also, if you want to get the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, audio is free, video is for. You are what keeps the lights on, so thank you very much to all the supporters over there. And Joe, yeah. did you know that anyone that supports on Patreon at $5 or more gets their name read out on the show once a month? Ooh. Uh, you I like that. that. I, no, I did not I, know I, that. Don't lie. You know you knew that. Maybe I'll put in five bucks. Because I'm at Mate. the $4 level right now. Ooh! What the $4 level. $4? So let me quickly run through the names just to say thank you to everyone that is supporting. So we've got our friends like Mike Lynch. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Moody and Mrs. Moody, of course. Thank you very much. Sarah and Kenneth. Uh, Fishy. Everyone knows Fishy from the Twitch chat. Uh, Negrita. Rahul. Paul. Frederick. Reese. Andrew. Sandra. Patrick. And... Fiona. And last but not least, a man I haven't heard from in a while, but I hope he's doing okay, Jordan Stolberg, one of my first ever Patreon supporters. That's I haven't awesome. heard from him. I see his Instagram all the time, and he's uh, got a cute, cute daughter, and he does some amazing drawing. So thank you to you guys for supporting the show, keeping the lights on, literally, because sometimes it pays my lighting bill. Um, <laughs> so, Joe, uh, apart from that... Yeah. Uh, one more time from Mike Lynch today. He owes us a new ad read, and I'll keep reading. Just you it's better true. give us a new ad read. Uh, right, so you know what? You know what? If, if he doesn't, we're just gonna make something up for him. Uh, that's Joe. You know what? This is what I'm thinking of doing. Whenever Mike doesn't yeah. get at me for a new ad read, I'm just gonna start writing them myself. And he's gonna be like, "I didn't look. I paid you to re- read something else. Like, hey." I didn't get a new ad read, bro. Uh, and it says, yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Um, going on to my Xbox and me. It's your favorite Dead Rising fan, Mike Lynch here. Anyways, if you want to see Blu-ray pickups, videos, and reviews on games, then my channel is the place to go. I provide very funny videos of me yelling, and I don't do ukulele tutorials. Anyway, back to your usual scheduling, uh, programming. Thank you, Fixer and Joe. So, Joe. Yes. That, all that's out of the way. 
Let's get down to business, which mm. is the gaming. The brass What tacks. has been in your box this week, sir? What have you been playing? Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull an MC Fixer here and say mm-hmm. a little game. You might not have heard of it. Resident Evil 7. Good game I've heard. You know what? I haven't heard much about it. <laughs> no, do you know what? A little indie title. No one seems to be no talking one, about it. Nobody. And you know what? It might as well be me since this is my first entry into it. Finally beat it after the good week of playing it. Okay. And, uh, oh boy. <laughs> that so, is... we spoke about it last week, and you was yeah. probably, it was at the first boss, because you got stuck where I was. Yes. Um, so you obviously played it, completed it. What are your initial thoughts overall? What do you think of the game? Fantastic. Still no spoilers, still yeah. no spoilers for everyone. You know what? I I, I was thinking of... Because I actually did like a roundtable uh, on my podcast, Poly Games, just so you guys know. And dropping links there. Just drop, dropping drop, links. Drop okay, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so casual. And um, I said this. It, I, I thought of immediately the Halo 1, uh, I think it's like Chapter 6, where it's the title, I Could Have Been Your Daddy. Because okay. there are so many games and movies that this thing takes, like homages to that mm-hmm. are inspiration to that like this could have been a texas chainsaw massacre game if for the yep. very beginning could have been a fear game could have been yep. pt and it yep. could be resident evil and like it could be all those things and like okay. that's the beauty of it so like i thought most of the game was fine up until one boss and that's it was it was when you knew it was a Japanese game. That's so we're talking, I'm assuming we're talking about the end boss. Mm, a little bit of the end boss, but the boss before that. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking the about. The creature no from the Black but, yeah. Lagoon, let's just say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Okay. Dumbest boss I've ever, like, I laughed. When I saw it and it was supposed to be the scare, I laughed so bad. Interesting, because you was really scared of the game as well. Exactly, so I'm just like... <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> sort of a craft, a, a cry and a laugh at the same time. Yeah. So, so I thought, like, overall, game is, dude. Like, I can't believe, like, I'm already gonna say it. it's gonna be on that top ten game of the year list already. To, I know it. To be fair, there's only, only been January. one game out this year, so it's game of the year right now. Yeah. For me, yeah. <laughs> I literally because I'm doing this thing on my phone now, mm. where um, I'm, I'm going to watch a lot of films nowadays because Haley's bought one of those. I don't know if you guys have got it over there, but over here we got um, unlimited sim- cinema passes. So you pay for a monthly fee and you can go see as many films as you want. No, we don't and, have that beautiful oh, okay, magic here. Yeah, we have that over here. Oh my god, that's amazing. Because we don't have Trump, so we're amazing. Yeah, um, no, anyway. seriously, shit. <laughs> um, so she's paid for it, but she's also got Meerkat Movies, which is this thing where you get two-for-one cinema passes. So pretty much she uses the Meerkat Movies with the cinema pass, which means I go for free wow. on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, which is really cool, obviously. Yeah. Um, or Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't think you can do both days, actually. But nonetheless, I'm doing this thing on my phone now where I'm writing down every game that I beat this year and I'm writing down every film that I watched this year. Because I have to do this Ooh. thing where I'm like, I forget things mm-hmm. a lot because there's so much going on in my life. Like, you run a podcast. Food, yeah. Running podcasts, eating food, making videos, obviously. All that busy lifestyle stuff. Um, but yeah, so I've wrote down literally 2017 games, and literally all I've got on there is Resident Evil 7 right now. So I'm like, currently, Resident Evil 7's game of the year. Mm-hmm. Currently. 
I, but I, and I say that like in a way like I know the next game I'm gonna play it's not gonna be nearly this good like it, the the atmosphere that this game and the sound design it's mm. already like the best I've played in 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 a year in a year or two sound so, sound design wise. This seems like a great segue for me personally. Of uh, I've just started playing. Uh, I do this little uh, this this show on my YouTube channel called Critically Acclaimed Games. Yes, and I've started Bioshock yes. for the first time. Oh which, god! Which atmosphere again? I'm only I'm 30 minutes in. Literally 30 minutes in. I've only had time to shoot that one let's play, and then I'll be streaming it all over on Twitch.tv slash MCFixer. Um, see, that's how you do it. You drop the whole link. Don't just say the name of the podcast. Drop right. the whole link. That's true. Um, that's true. I'll learn. Yeah, <laughs> you will soon. Don't worry. I'll train you. Um, yeah, but for me, it's th- I was just finished Resident Evil. I've come off that. I was playing. I played a little bit of GTA. Uh, played a little bit more uh, Siege, of course. Played a little bit more uh, Resident Evil. I went and tried to do the Mad House run. <laughs> Fucking hard. I quit straight away. Played some Overcooked with Haley on stream, uh. and people seem to love that. Which because me and Haley are very aggressive towards <laughs> each other, very aggressive. But. Back to Bioshock. Play yes. Bioshock, and now I am itching to get back. So I literally, I was going back to stream it before I asked you to record this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm, do I just leave the podcast for another day? Like, no, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done. No, yeah, no, it's, it's, I wouldn't have even fucking, I wouldn't have blamed you, man. Because, like, Bioshock <laughs> was the first game that taught me, like, there is more to games than just pow, pow. You know, yeah, like, this. For me, it's a case of, I, when I go into these games, you hear about Rapture and you hear about Skyrim and you hear about these worlds and things like that. So, see, when you experience for the first time, with a, you already go in with a preconception of what things are, mm-hmm. like Skyrim. I didn't know Skyrim was a place. I thought it was a person. Just because I don't, I didn't know. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Rapture. I didn't know Rapture was an underwater world. Oh, which is beautiful. I'm literally I'm literally 30 minutes in and at the start of it you go down that elevator and I'm like holy shit and you get, this is cool and you get the awesome speech by Andrew Ryan the like the libertarian dream and oh, then you yeah. get that banner of like no gods no kings only man yeah Oh. Yeah, that's the little video as you're going down and all that stuff. brilliant 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 I, I love I like the gameplay um, everything that I've played so far really enjoying it again come watch me live I feel like Dude, I'm gonna it's watch gonna it. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good watch. It's gonna be a good watch. Cause it's just, it's such that. That's one of my top ten, like, even my, probably top five most inspirational games of like why I love gaming so much. That game's in there. That could be one of our topics of the show. Yeah. One week. Yeah. That's a good idea. Speaking of topic of the show, let's jump into it. Mm. And topic of the show this week is Phil Spencer, head of Xbox. Phil Spencer tweets out that the Xbox One and mm. the Xbox mm. One S will be supported for many years to come. So this tweet has come out because um, the Orion Blind Forest dev um, said that the Scorpio is Xbox's next generation console, yeah. which has got. Everyone in a tizzy. Everyone's scared. Everyone's nervous. Like, oh my god, I bought this console. It's already going to get outdated and left behind. And yada yada yada. Which it is. But but Phil has come out and said that this the console will be supported for many years to come. What do you think of this? What do you, what do you make of this? Have you seen the chatter on Reddit and uh, NeoGaf and stuff like that? No, but I I can already tell the temperature in the room with this one. Uh, if it's in England, time... it's raining. <laughs> Every time there's there is like any talk about Xbox uh, or the the one or the Scorpio, 
you get the same questions are being raised with like the PlayStation 4 Pro when that was wasn't announced. And like like let's let's get something out of the way. The Scorpio is the next console. Like it is no half measure. It's a full one. It's it's going to be the thing they push from E3 to the time Scorpio goes. That's going to be the main console they push. And what they're telling from this tweet, like, it's it's obvious. It's, hey, Xbox One owners, like, there's no fire here, you know? Though there is one, just look away. There's not. Calm down. Yeah, exactly. For, Calm down. For me, it comes at a place of Xbox One fans. Thank you for supporting the console. Thank you for uh, being an Xbox hardcore fan like me, you, anyone listening to this podcast right mm. now. But we lost. We lost this generation. We need something new. We need to get our marketing better. We need to get our messaging better. We need to be one with the gamers again. And this piece of kit is going to allow us to do that. Yeah. No, we're not leaving you behind. Don't you worry, guys. You're still going to get the newest Halo. You're still going to get the newest Gears of War. You're still going to get... But there will be certain things you will not be getting... Mm. Because it's going to be on the Scorpio, which is the incentive for you to upgrade. Right. Phil, Phil, again, Phil has already said that everything's going to be backwards compatible to for consoles to go on now. Um, like every hard drives work on the Xbox One, they work on the Scorpio. Guitars, da 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 da. Do you know what I mean? They're making yeah. they're making uh, third party um, support the one still because they have to. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. What I'm a little worried about yeah. is. Xbox is at around 27, 26 million Xboxes sold at the moment. Right. For me, it's a case of who is this console for? Because this console is only going to sell to us again, isn't it? It's not going to sell to the people buying the PS, uh, PS4 right now. Right. Like, like me, I own both right now. I'll buy a Scorpio because we're the Xbox guys. That's what we do. Well, I am, especially. Um it needs to talk to us. That's all. It just needs to talk to us. Yeah. But they need to not lie. I can't stand lying in my marketing, right. which we we do not need TV, TV, TV. We don't need lies, lies, lies in this. They need to say, look, we're not leaving you behind, but this thing is 20 times better. And here's why this thing is 20 times better. You know what they need to do? They need to hire the marketing team that they hire when they're doing any type of Halo game. When they're when <laughs> Any type of Halo game gets okay. some of the best marketing... Whether it's like Halo Three, finish the fight. Whether it was like the latest Halo um, Guardians, right? Awesome marketing. Hi, that team, man. The the thing I see here uh, with, with the Scorpio, when you're asking like, who is this for? Like, it's a great question because the I feel like this is the thing. This is the end cap to to uh, if, if that makes any sense to this Xbox ecosystem because they even. Phil Spencer's talking about it. He, he might as well just say it, that they're going to support Xbox games as well. And so mm -hmm. they're trying to make this ecosystem where no matter what, you can play all the games you want on your console, on your Xbox One, or whatever the Scorpio is. Yeah. Um, that you can play all those games on this console. This is the end of the generations. And it's a, it's a weird concept for us to wrap our heads around because we've never had a, this is the end of a generation. Like, they're going to try to make this, I feel like, uh, and it's a smart move in their in their behalf, too. They're trying to make this, like, how you upgrade a phone. 
so every four years it's here's the newest more powerful tech exactly and after that tech gets introduced then the xbox one gets phased out and then uh at four years after the one that maybe the scorpio goes or something like that okay yeah so so in so in um four years time exactly there'll be the scorpio then there'll be another one so the xbox one will then be phased out the xbox one still plays the games you have right now but you can't play these games yeah is that what yeah that's what i'm pretty much saying Personally, I don't like that. I think I'm a. That's that's why I play console because it's simple. That's why I play console. Mm-hmm. I am looking into getting a gaming PC, and every time I look, literally, I send Ben part of the community patron supporter. Maybe I didn't mention Ben's name. I think he supports for five dollars or more. Ben, shout out to you. Um, and if you don't, you just got that for free. So honey <laughs> <pay me> up, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, it's a case of. I can't decide on the specs and the da da da. I want something simple. I buy a console because I know for ev- for at least five six years, I think that's fair to say, mm-hmm. this piece of kit will work. I'll be able to play everything that says Xbox on it. So if that's where they're going, I don't like it. Will I will I adapt to it? Of course, mm-hmm. because this is the ecosystem I live on. But I don't like that. Hmm. Per se, personally, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, this one is actually when I think of like all three of what the major, you know, uh, what they're doing, the Xbox One excites me the most because Phil's doing some crazy shit, he and has he's done. really doing something that's really it's super brave because like, this is a do or die for that company, and you would think you would go, I'm not gonna take a risk, but he's like, fuck it, no, let's let's. Let's do it. So it, there's glad- a lot of mystery to it. It's funny you say that because for me, I was thinking about it the other day, which I, weird, I think about weird things when I'm in the bath. So this is where I do my best thinking. And for me, it was a case of, I was thinking about shit. What happens if the Xbox One failed? Mm-hmm. It sold about 20... It hasn't failed. It's, no, it didn't. People have to stop it hasn't. That. It, it hasn't. Sorry, that is wrong. It hasn't failed. Yeah. The Xbox One hasn't sold as well as the PS4. That's... Done. So when the Scorpio doesn't sell as well as PS4, where do they go from there? Well, that's what gets me worried. It's like, are Xbox going to go, well, you know what? PCs. That's where we're at now. Because everything's already on PC, right. which makes me very, very, very scared. Mm-hmm. Very scared because I run a podcast called My Xbox and Me, which, uh, you know, can't yeah. really change the name now. No, so Xbox yeah. needs to be around for a long, long time, please. Yeah. yeah. But it, it does get me really worried, honestly. Now, you know what? I. It, to me, I, I see, to me, hopefully, like knock on plywood here, I see the writing on the wall and everybody, it's it's for those people who are going to make the decision of upgrading to the Pro or to the Scorpio. And you hear that a lot. And from what Phil's saying, this thing's going to be a beefy console. And it, I'm, I'm seeing this console, I'm already seeing it as a success as long as Xbox, as long as Microsoft does some simple things like they make this a reasonably priced console and they make it more way more powerful than the playstation uh, and they make it so that the xbox one community can play with the scorpio community you know they they have that they have that bridge that they can play the same games Mm -hmm. and then that console is then fine the next thing you need to do microsoft is then start spending money to get to get 
companies to make exclusives for you. And I think that's Last... what they're doing because you hit... the, fa- the fact that there's nothing, guys, the fact that, let's be honest with each other, from here to E3, I can only name Halo Wars. The fact that there's nothing, that means there's something. So it's well, not fan, Phantom, Phantom Dust HD, which is supposed to be out before E3. That is one of our stories last week. Ooh. We spoke about that. Phantom Dust is meant to be out before E3, Phil said. Will it? I don't know. Um, and I, if I it is, think... I, I feel like it's going to be a recourse situation. If it's mm, that. Let's hope not. I do think Xbox is in a very, very, very strange place with its exclusives right now. Um I was looking, I'm looking at games, I'm looking down the line for me at the moment, I'm like, alright, what am I excited for? I'm excited for Neo, PS4 exclusive. I'm excited for P- uh, Persona f- uh, Persona 5, PS4 exclusive. I'm excited for, I'm like, shit, I'm excited for, uh, okay, Sea of Thieves. I still don't know what the fuck that game is. Um, I'm excited for, I've, I've spoken to people that are in the... Um, the program alpha thing, which I haven't signed the NDA, so I can say this, I guess. Um, they said it's quite empty. Mm. Maybe that's just because it's an alpha. That would make perfect sense. But that worries me a little bit as well. Right. Do you know what I mean? So I'm excited. Third party words. I'm excited for Ghost Recon. I'm excited for South Park. I'm excited for a new FIFA, which obviously, <laughs> um, <laughs> which again, I'll probably get burnt on the not. I didn't play this FIFA no oh, really? as much as I thought I was. Oh, really? Yeah, strange enough, but that's a topic for another day. Um, it's just a case of Xbox needs to come out punching. Phil in a tweet the other day again. I don't classify this as news, but he come out saying he he likes the lineup that they're going to announce at E3. That's all well and good. He has to say that, but yeah. Crackdown doesn't speak to me. I, I'm going to get it, but it doesn't speak to me. It really doesn't. So what are they going to... PlayStation are talking to me at the moment. And that... that are we, are we going to name this podcast PlayStation and I, sir? No, definitely not. That's not a bad name, though, for another podcast. Yeah. PlayStation and I... No, I don't like it, actually. Unless we use the iToy camera as a logo. Ah, see that? No, it's just a case of... Everybody knows if I'm playing third party games, it's on my Xbox. I don't care about 1080p, I don't care about 900p, I don't care about all that crap. That mm-hmm. means nothing to me. But when it comes to exclusives this year, from what I can see, we know who's talking to me more. Yeah. And and, and, and that's and that's the thing that sucks. It's like, Phil, you could say like what you want, but like Shuhei, he said it's like this is gonna be the year of PlayStation exclusives. And he's not lying. There's already like six exclusives out for PlayStation between now and March. So, like, what are you... It's cool that you're saying all this, but you need to really back it up. I think, for me, what I've always noticed with PlayStation is they have exclusives, and they're exclusives that don't talk to me. They're exclusive games that I don't care about, usually. Mm. But, lately, from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing stuff that I do care about. And, again, I'm privileged enough that I own both consoles. That's the great thing about I'm not a console, a fanboy for either. I love Xbox more than my PlayStation. Come on. My PlayStation's literally over there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's just just a strange, strange place we're in. A strange, strange place. Um, Go on. No, it's it's just a tweet. You you mentioned Niao. Do not like that. I tried the beta for five minutes. Everybody's, What's that, Neo? Uh, yeah, Neo. What, I, I, I don't know how to pronounce things, man. And that, that <laughs> game, I was just like, and this is 
souls, but with stances. Nah, I'm out of here. Uh, the only the, to me actually, like Xbox speaks to me a little bit more right now than my PlayStation. The only thing I'm excited for there is like Horizon. For me, I'm actually like I'm really excited to like play with the community with like For Honor, Mass Effect. I'll be getting Red Dead on the one because there's a thing with me. If I played the series on one console, no matter if it's a, a new game or not, I have to play it on on, on that console. But again, that's all third party stuff. When it, it comes is. to third party. I'm 100% there with you for For Honor, Ghost Recon, Red Dead Redemption for me. Um, uh, what am I missing? Like I say, South Park, which obviously hasn't got co-op. Oh. Um, new Fools again, probably. I'm there with mm-hmm. those. Oh, there you go. There's one exclusive, which we'll probably know we're getting. But do you know what I mean? But it's exclusives I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm not talking about third party. Third party, they've always got me. But that's not Xbox doing that. That's other people. Mm-hmm. So... Joe what Joe, let's get into the news. Let's do it. And our first piece of news is about Gears of War 4. Gears of War 4 gets versus social crossplay, which is really cool. Uh, Microsoft and the Correlation are now allowing Xbox One and PC players to fight against one another in Gears of War 4. Only in the game's social quick play is now crossplay. Okay. This is cool because we've done my Xbox and me game nights before, which we just we just did a community game night. Thank you everybody that turned up. It was, it was a great success. It was a really great success. We did about three hours. Um, had about twenty people watching as well. Um, again, if you want to be involved, get in that Facebook group or just message me on Twitter or on Xbox or anything. It was a great turnout. A lot better than what I was expecting. Um, so thank you everyone that did support and uh, show up. But. When we only had five people, it would have been lovely to have been able to play because I know uh, Superkiller Bunny plays on PC oh. and a few others. This? Hello, hello, how what are you, sir? <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I, I think this is a great a great uh, addition. Yeah. But will this then PC players are obviously gonna be better than controllers? Well, I I know because there's there's a game type you could already play. PC versus console with private, private, private. Okay, yeah. so I've, I've. They're not that great. I know I've played with some people. They're not as as good. From what I understand, one of my friends who plays on PC, he prefers it with a controller because it feels a little weird on mouse and keyboard. Okay. So, I'm I'm excited because I know the PC pl- people are they need people to play with them because. Yes. The community there is is not as big as the Xbox One community at all. But the Xbox One community shrunk as well. I don't believe how bad this game died off. It's I, so bad. Don't say that to me. <laughs> it's fine. The ship isn't sinking. No. It, I go, for me personally, Twitch numbers. Twitch numbers says it all for me. Right. Which, if you look at the Twitch community over there that is streaming it, you can hit number one on Twitch by having about 30 people watching. That's not a good look. Yeah, no, that's 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 true. I and there's and like there's a lot of things that get into that too. Is that like the gears community? Not to say all of them, because I'm part of that no. community. But Me when too. it comes to to the Twitch scene, from what I hear, it's a rather toxic one. So when that's I true. when I see my friend my friend Mister Fuxer Gaming uh, Twitch, I'm like, yeah, no, I know it's a bad community. He's a bad guy. <laughs> But like I'm like I'm like he's one of my worst friends I know, and so like no I'm kidding, but like I that's what I hear from him is just like it's it's uh, not the best. So 
you know, it, they got to, I don't know, they have to fix some things with their community a little bit. And they have to make, I think, Gears a little bit more approachable next time around. I don't know how you do that, though, because Gears 4 was, I mean, awesome. is, is, let's not talk like it's dying. Awesome. 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 I love it. And I love it. They should have brought Wingman. I don't believe they didn't bring Wingman back. Because honestly, I would have played a shit ton more of that game if it had Wingman mode. Yeah. Because that game, I do feel like you need people to play with to be good at. And that's another thing is like, maybe people feel like, well, if I have my friends, I'll play this. But that's like anything, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good game, that, damn that, it. Buy it. <laughs> that title behind you looks a bit gold. Speaking of gold, oh, ukulele has just gone gold. Uh, and I just wanted to say thank you, uh, thank you, congratulations to uh, the team at Playtonic Games because yeah. that's awesome. I'm happy for the game. Cannot wait for another great third-party game that's going to be on Xbox soon, which is 100% where you got to play that game. Yeah, um, I'm really yeah, just, excited. I played it. I played it at EGX. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Because this is um, rare. Playtonic is most of the. It's team. the X. A lot of X rare devs. Yeah. yeah so I'm just like. I'm seeing this, and I'm seeing, like, I'm just, you know, it screams Banjo, obviously. Banjo is a pretty big part of my childhood. I cannot wait to get my hands on this game. Oh, my God. I never actually played Banjo. Oh. So, I was more, I played Spyro and Crash and um, Sly Raccoon. Uh, no, so me. Banjo wasn't because I wasn't I wasn't into those type of games at that time on the 360. Yeah. So just uh, I'm looking forward to playing this one though. When I played it, EJX played well, enjoyed it. Oh man, this just brings me back to my N64 days, man. I'm just like I'm really I'm. It's games like this that like, get me happy. I don't know. It like it gets me like it's it screams to my childhood. So um, I'm very excited for this game. Thank you, Platonics. <laughs> In advance. Yes. Don't suck. And Team 17 for publishing. Oh. Um, Tom Clancy's Ra uh, Rainbow... I was about to say Raccoon City. Resident Evil is always on the brain. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege gets a free weekend. Play Rainbow Six Siege for free from February 3rd to the 5th. Get access to the full game experience. Invite your friends to play with you. Your game progress will be saved and carry over if you buy the game. Mm. You have no excuse then to play See Sunday with Mr. Moody. Please. Because I'll probably be at work. Um, <laughs> it sucks. I really hate having to work Sundays. So. You know what? Sundays, are, like if it wasn't Siege Sunday, I never mind working when I used to work at GameStop Sundays. Because it's just like, you get the rush for the hour. It's a dead day. It's Jen. just a dead day. Oh, it really, beautiful. really is. But, see Sunday. Make sure you're there. Mr. Moody will, I'm pretty sure, will be hosting it. If not, somebody, Joe, host see Sunday. All right. It's free. So, everyone, jump over there, play it. The game is awesome. I love Rainbow Six Siege. I'm not very know. good at it. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, to be honest, when you play private, it's yeah. fine not being good at it. It's when you play ranked. If you're playing ranked with me and you're not good, you're going to get shattered at. Because <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not oh, good boy. either, so I need someone to carry. <laughs> not the diva. I, so. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, a little bit of sad news now, oh, no. Joe. Um, Namco founder. I don't know how to pronounce the name properly. Okay. Let's find out if I can get a pronunciation here. Because I read it. The founder of Namco, yes. I think it's Mes Ma How would you pronounce it? Um, let's see. Masaya? Masaya Nakamura. So, Mr. Yes. Nakamura, 
Mr. Nakamura has passed away, sadly, at age 91. Uh, Mr. Nakamura, who founded Namco in 1995, passed away Sunday, January 22nd, at the age of 91, Bandai Namco announced. Um, he was very, very influential, obviously, in games. Um, he was considered the father of Pac-Man, which, again, some sad news there. Um, we probably wouldn't have got a lot of certain type of games if it wasn't for this man, so... Uh, rest in peace, sir. And I hope my thoughts go out to you and your family, obviously. First off, I want to say real sad news. Pac-Man, man. Like, he started it all, right? Like, he really did. Um, yet, I want to start a new segment called Joseph Goes to Hell for just a second. Oh, my God, no. What are you about <laughs> to do? I don't know. When I hear, when I said Nakamura, for something, something inside me said, say Nakatomi Plaza, and... <laughs> Cheers. You just witnessed yep. the thing that brings me and drags me down to hell, everybody. You're definitely going to hell. Speaking of hell, Resident <laughs> Evil 7 tops the UK charts. <laughs> uh, recording the third highest launch in the game's franchise. Resident Evil 7 has topped the UK chart, game charts. Um, a massive 73% of week one retail uh, Resident Evil sales, sales were on PS4. 25% on Xbox One and 2% on PC. Okay. Okay. Uh, probably because PC are trying to fucking hack it, which they have now. Really? Uh, it's been cracked, so people can just steal it. Why? I just... I never understood it. Mm-hmm. Why are you stealing games when PC games are so cheap as well? You can get, like, CD keys, silver keys, so cheap nowadays. Like, really? You need to steal it? Really? I don't know. They'll put some type of rationale in there. We're just oh, fighting the whatever. powers of B, man. But no, please whatever, stop stealing. Like, everybody, like... But... I don't know. Yeah, just silly. Silly, silly, silly. But Resident Evil, performing well. But is it performing well? So, the game has shipped around 2.5 million copies um, into, not sold through, uh, retail. So, it's selling well. It's doing well. But it's still only the third highest selling Resident Evil game. So, that's behind 5 and 6. Right. Resident Evil 5 and 6 have sold, if I remember rightly, around 6 and 5 million each. Okay. Something like that, which is a respectable amount. This, I think, is going to sell around 4. Too so, bad. what does. That's my guess. That's my guess. Um, so, what does that tell us? What does, what does that really tell us? Was Resident Evil's name so shat on by 5 and 6? That people were just like, no, I don't care how good this is. I'm not buying it again. Yeah. Or, yeah. or is it going to be one of those games that's a slow burn? What will eventually people will be like, no, this one is good. And like we're talking about it, and and people hear this podcast and go, oh, it is good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the Resident Evil game that a hardcore Resident Evil fan like myself wanted, but it is good. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think I think it's a little bit of both there. I feel like. Um... I think five and six, and definitely six, from what I'm aware of, burned a lot of bridges within the community. Oh, six sucks. So you know, and then seeing Revelations, that episodic bullcrap. Um, Revelations two. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I think people, I think the Which name kind of isn't a bad a game. Bit. Actually, is it? isn't a bad game. It's not a great game, but isn't a bad game. Okay. Okay. The co-op on it is poor, but that's enough. <laughs> but I do think I do think um, this game will sell well, and I I do think over time it'll sell 
hopefully better than than five and six because the game deserves it. And and you see that a lot now, where like games don't sell well. Um, I know there's like a news story on this like in November, like games have longer tails than they used to. Meaning that's like true. where they sell. That's true to a certain degree. I've had this row with Kev before okay. on the podcast, and he said that um, what didn't sell well. I think I said it was Watch Dogs Two, and he, oh, he was like, "No, I didn't say Watch Dogs Two. I said something else." What was it? What was it? Someone remind me in uh, Fix the Sack mm-hmm. uh, if you can remember. But um, I said that he said something was going to sell well in times to come, and then it ended up having like a free to play mode. Or oh no! And it's just like no. The, I agree with you that games do sell better. Then they used to have a long tail, yeah. but they also get discounts a lot quicker nowadays. That's true. And That's the, true. Like you, you can pick up a game on Steam, very Steam sales and Xbox summer sales and PSN sales. We didn't have that back in the day. Like 360 games, you weren't buying those very very cheap. Like maybe at the end of the life cycle, but not early on. Yeah. No way. Yeah, there are definitely way more sales now than there were, than there were back in the day. You have so many like lightning sales or whatever that happens. Well, the gold the gold sales which we have every week on Major Nelson's website. It's just, I know PlayStation has a similar thing as well. Yeah, like there's there's a there's a lot more now. So like the consumers are getting a smarter and they're getting wiser with their cash. So. Uh, you know, to me, what, what I think will keep Resident Evil alive is that when, when I think of, like, tales of a game, um, is the fact that it's a horror game. And horror games, yep. man, people love to watch them on Twitch. Very true. So, oh, Resident Evil is killing it on Twitch right now. I really thought it would be high for the first couple of days and then just dip. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, that hasn't happened at all. It was beating League of Legends at one point. Wow. Wow, so that should tell you something. So if I was Capcom, I would be I would be saying, Okay, we we really did tarnish the name with six. This is gonna get it on track. This is the reboot. And then for, Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, for me it's a case of that's all well and good. But Capcom a uh, Capcom looking at this going Shit, we only sold let's say two Three million copies. Mm. We only saw three million copies with a great game, and with our below part games, we sold six and five million. I'm pretty sure they're gonna go. Okay, the critical reception of this game is amazing, and the fans love it, or a certain aspect of the fans love it. But we didn't make as much money, or we can make a load of money by bringing back these. For me, it's a case of look. So what does this tell you? Bring back the iconic characters, mm-hmm. and then give us Resident Evil Eight. Boom. Same. I'll, I'll take. Do you know what? I'll even bite the bullet on the camera. I'll take it. <laughs> so then they can have the VR right. again. Cool. Like I will. I'll take it all. Just give me the characters. You're gonna give, hear it for a long time on this podcast. Give me Just Leon give me and his beautiful characters. hair. That's all I want. <laughs> his moppy um, hair. Yeah, to go off of this, the uh, just go for the best-selling games in the UK. Sorry, Joe, if this means nothing to you, but to the UK listeners like me, it does. January 2017, Resident Evil 1, uh, Resident Evil number 1, Biohazard. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 still selling like monsters. Uh, Kingdom Hearts HD, which means nothing to this podcast. Uh, FIFA 17, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare at 5, Rocket League at number 6. Rocket League still selling crazy. Dude. Good for them, man. Good yeah. for them. Um... Battlefield 1, number 7, Yakuza 0, again, means nothing on this podcast. Number 9, Watch Dogs 2, and hanging on at the end there, Steep, number 10. 
Mr. Mr. Fixer's uh, game of the year right there at number 10. Nope. 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 No. Wait, is that this year that come out? Or last year? That come out last year. year. That come out last year. Yeah, okay. I don't have to talk about that uh, ever again. Uh, An interesting piece of news come out the day after we recorded last week's episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a couple of hours after, which was Square Enix is making uh, an Avengers game and more event- Marvel games. Yeah, uh, Marvel's back into the gaming sphere uh, as a company that is announced now a multi-year deal with Square Enix or Enix, 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 however you say it. Uh, the announcement was accompanied by a trailer, which is. Uh, short and sweet, but based around the Avengers. So you see Bruce Banner's Broken Glasses, you see Captain America's Shield, you see Thor's Hammer, mm-hmm. and you see Iron Man's Arm. And it's... So from what we know about the game so far, which is absolutely like 2%, which is it's a Avengers game, it's going to be an Avengers game, and they say it's going to be a world you can play in for years to come. What do you take from that? This whole thing is awesome to me. Yes, amazing. Because it's not EA. Fucking thank God it's not Activision. I would have never expected Square Enix to have a partnership with Marvel. It's it's amazing. It, it's it's just, really but cool. they said this a long time ago that they were going to handle their pro- uh, properties better. Yeah, and they have. Yeah, and the cool thing about this, I don't know if you if you know this at all, but story time, folks. Uh, this probably all started. From the Kingdom Hearts thing that they have with Disney, that they worked out with okay, Disney, go on. like this, hit me, this, hit me. this partnership. So, like to me, I see all this stuff they're working with, you know, Marvel and DC, or sorry, Marvel and Disney more. And it really, like to me, the beautiful thing is like this started from back in the day in, J- in Japan. Square Enix and Disney shared the same building, so one of the higher ups at Disney were in uh, the elevator with the creator of. Uh, of uh, Kingdom Hearts and the creator of Kingdom Hearts just goes, so I have this game idea. And from that elevator pitch started like this series that makes Disney and them bank. And now seeing this Marvel thing, I'm just like, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. It, it must have impacted it. It's the stems, obviously. Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm looking at this. I'm I'm really excited for this game. Cause I, Which... There's temporary expectations I mean, yeah. that are going to be coming for a long time. Just just knowing that, that Marvel is so serious now, or they seem serious about their their titles and and you know their IPs, their IPs more, because seeing you know they they said it like seeing Batman do so well made us push. Seeing that they're going to places like Sony, which probably which is, sucks sucks, sucks for us. Which is it, it that does suck for us. Yeah, but. It's good for the gamer, but sucks for Xbox fans because we're not going to get a Spider-Man game, which in my head is fucking bonkers. <laughs> the, the Xbox fans are not going to be yeah. able to play a Spider-Man game. Spider-Man. Which is probably... Joe, 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 yeah, Joe, Joe. Spider-Man. Spooderman. Carry on. Which is probably uh, due to the partnership that Sony has with putting Spider-Man in Marvel... Whatever. Marvel's hands. You would assume. So... Uh, but but seeing like Insomniac is making that game, Square Enix, which is the perfect fit. Uh, Eidos or whatever the guys that made um, Human Revolution are making this this game. We're all going. D- d- oh, actually, sorry, no. Tomb Raider, the, the Tomb Raider does are making this game. Correct? Slow your roll right there. All so right. if you want to go into the next news story, guys, I'm we'll done. Say Edison 
is working on um, a Guardians of the Galaxy game, Future of Deus Ex Murky. Yeah. You may be waiting for a long time to see another Deus Ex game, with reports the developers have moved on to other big franchises. Uh, Edison Montreal, a Square Enix-owned Canada studio, best known for dropping Deus Ex Mankind... Uh, divided and Deus Ex Revolution is now working on two games. One of those is Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which was confirmed a few months ago by Kotaku, and the other has been reported to be a brand new Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game. Mm-hmm. That gets so, me excited. Literally, what you were just saying yeah. is they they've they've worked on good games, which I've got Mankind Divided, never played it, heard decent things. It, oh, it didn't sell well. One a, a story come out this week that it didn't sell well, uh, which is a shame. But it frees up a studio to work on a, a property that a lot of people are going to care for, like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is awesome. Yeah, and and God, Guardian, I'm like I'm just thinking like how how is that game going to work? Really. So exciting. we're getting so we're getting a Telltale Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy game. We're going to get a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game from uh, Edison. We're then going to get a another game from um, who's the who's the studio working on the Avengers game? I think that's um, Crystal Dynamics. I th- yeah, my, yeah, I think you're correct. I think. I think I think that's right. That sounds right. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. Yeah. Um, yeah so boom, we, we've got a good good set of studios there working on these games, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, DSX, like I like I heard. I'm sorry if you guys are fans out there. I heard was a great game. I know the only Same. person that's gonna miss it's my friend Adam. So I'm sorry, <laughs> the audience of which is Adam, that this game <laughs> isn't gonna be. It's not. It's not gonna come out for a long time. If they have IPs like Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, two of Marvel's biggest top-selling movie titles, they're not gonna do Deus Ex. And to me, they're doing Guardians of the Galaxy, my favorite Marvel movie. I don't care if they do another Deus Ex game, personally. <laughs> You're getting what you want. Exactly. Um, next news story uh, is one that makes me very sad, which is Tony York is working on a new game. And no, it's not with Activision, but I just say here, please stop. <laughs> I don't need another Tony Hawk game after that last one, which was absolutely yeah. terrible. Uh, if we fly straight into the next news story, okay. which is one that makes me excited, okay. which is Skate 4 Community Manager tweets hashtag Skate 4, teasing we could get a new skate game, and I add here, fuck yes. <laughs> it's like the two polo... Tony Hawk's working on a new game. Skate 4. Fuck you, Tony Hawk. Do you know what I mean? Tony Hawk... As, Tony Hawk 2 was the last great Tony Hawk yes, game, in it my was. opinion. Yes, it um, was. And then I've never... like After Tony Hawk 2... I've never cared about another Tony Hawk game. I, I tried. I played American Wasteland yep, for like fifteen minutes. So I was just like, I tr- I played the new one. Didn't care. But you could like, be Little Wayne. He's still care. relevant, right? Nope. In the rap game. Nope. But Skate, I loved. I, I remember playing Skate Three at my brother-in-law's house. He was like, I've got this Skate game. You might like it. Um, it's interesting. You do. And I was like, oh, and I played it. And I was like, this is awesome. Like this is. I played the demo of Skate, and I hated it because I was trying to play it like it was Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. That's where you go wrong, (laughs) automatically. Automatically, like, no, no. What is this? I can't. What's this crap? (laughs) 
But uh, awesome news, which there's no way he's tweeting that out without us getting a new one, unless he's just like, oh, I'm at trolling, which yeah. would suck. Skate 3 but, still sells so well, too. It's insane. Is that, I'm waiting for that to go on the Access Vault, please. Make it happen. Make it happen. Um, and our last news story this week is new difficulty uh, modes, customization, <coughs> and free trial coming for Dead Rising 4. A game that I liked. I didn't, as you say, go in with the right expectations when you play it. Um, new difficulty modes, cool customization, which is, I think, you can dress up as some of the Street Fighter characters. Cool. Uh, the free trial is what worries me a little, which means the game didn't sell no. too good, which is not good. It's yeah. not good for Xbox. These recall didn't sell too good. Um, Dead Rising 4 didn't sell too good. Um, well stuff by that. They gotta invest in new IP, well. man. It, like, it seems but like they tried with Recall, and I, I didn't. Recall wasn't amazing in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, low times absolutely ruined that game for me. They need to leave these games in the oven a bit longer. Yeah, and they gotta trust the right the the right dev to really do it. Like Kenji Inafune, like oh my god, that guy, that con artist. Of a human being. Whoa, whoa, I said whoa. It. I that's said the man it. that made Mega Man. No, he did he did it. He produced it, which is like, you know, you know nah, I'm sorry. It's He's the Ringo star of the Mega Man Capcom universe. So, like, you made Yellow Submarine move on with your life. And so, with with Re- Dead Rising 4, like, it that depresses me a little bit. Because my one friend, he's just like, yeah, like, he's a hardcore Dead Rising fanatic. He's, he's like Dead Rising yeah, you said, one. You said last week. Yeah, like one of the best. And he's just like, yeah, franchise is dead. And I'm like, what? Like I was talking to the other day. Yeah, yeah, it's dead. It's just dead. It's gone now. So and I'm just like, oh, that sucks. It sucks. So I feel like invest in new IP, Microsoft. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Ask do it. from software to make a, a like a a. I don't know, Bloodborne game that's not Bloodborne, like Sunborn or something. Sunborn. <laughs> Please. <laughs> February 27 games with gold lineup. Killer Instinct Season 2, January 16th to February 50th. You still get that. Uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, February 1st to uh, February 28th. Project Cars, February 16th to March 15th. Monkey Island 2, February 1st to February 15th from the 360. And Star Wars The Force Unleashed, February 16th to February 28th from the 360. Obviously, you can get all of these games on your Xbox One and play them via backwards compatibility. Um, get them. You paid for them. You paid for your Xbox Live Gold. You got them. Buy them. Don't, just get them, download them, then delete them. Don't, I don't understand people that don't do this. Even if you're never going to play the game ever, just download the game. Mm-hmm. Cancel the download, you have it forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you always have it. I know you're going, but I'm never going to play Project Cards. Why not take it? You paid for this service, just take it. I just I just don't get it. Honestly, don't. Yeah. I'm going to play the shit out of Force Unleashed. Are you kidding me? I'm, I've never played it, but I'm whop, sure whop, you whop, will. Whop, That's my lightsaber I'm not... sound. I, I don't like uh, Star Wars, you know. Uh, fix the sack. We cried out for emails. Our tears were crying. Stop shaking your head at me not liking Star Wars. Um, and we got two. One I forgot to put on the show notes. So do you want to read this one and I'll get the other one up? Okay. All right. So uh, I got one. Wait, who who wrote this one in? Do we, do, do we have a name for this? Said, well, Ab, you, should, you read it read it, and you're here at the okay. end. Okay. Okay. I've got a quick question this week. Best and worst game mechanic. 
Personally, I don't like quick time events, especially tell. Oh God, yes, Telltale because they're that's basically the whole game. But I really do. Uh, I really like to enjoy a cinematic scene. I sometimes even grab a brew and put the controller down so a QTE can really ruin a cinematic uh, experience for me. My favorite would be when there's something that breaks the gameplay up. Like when a third-person shooter has a motorbike level, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you can smash a car in a beat-em-up. So, long-time fan, Matt, Xbox Live's little... Little Smee. Little Smee. I'm sorry, man, I, I butchered that one. So what's the best... Nice. I, I don't have my trust me. They've heard me. Re- they've heard me reading on this show. What did you tell me? Um, so yeah. the question is: worst, uh, worst, and best game mechanic. Uh, I'm. I. I. I don't know. Sorry. So was he saying he liked the fact they put a a bike in a third person yeah. shooter? Yeah. Like 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 See, you break it up a little bit. I hate that. Okay. I absolutely hate that. Like Gears of War Four. Oh, you didn't like when, those parts? No. Like why on earth am I? On the motorbike right now. Get me back on the ground cover base shooting. Because they want I to sell you that it. limited edition bike. I don't even fucking start me on that. Dude, honestly, I hate that shit in games when okay. it's so out of place. Like Dead Space. Um, Dead Space, I've, I've got to that part where you you sit down and use the cannons to shoot the meter. Uh, this you, not... it is. Dude, oh, I hate God. that shit. That's the only thing stopping me from 100%ing that thing. Is that... You start at eighty percent. You start at eighty percent. I, I honestly, I can't stand it when, when a game absolutely changes genre, like out of nowhere. Like, all right, cool. I'm on this. I'm on this. Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. Okay, now I'm driving the car. Why on earth am I driving the car? No, in my head, it doesn't break up anything. Just get me back shooting. That's all I want to yeah. do. I bought this game to shoot, not to drive this speedboat. If I want to drive a speedboat, play golf, play tennis, go to a strip club, race cars, I'll play GTA. Uh-huh. That's the only game I allow that to do that with me. But that is it. If if you're uh, Gears of War 4, be Gears of War 4. Get me cover-based shooting, throwing nades in the wind, which was awesome, and all these great set pieces you can have. Do not put me on a motorcycle driving trying to shoot out engines of an airplane no okay. no no don't do it i don't like it it doesn't work for me for me i i i feel them with the quick time events especially when it's telltale that batman game bruh it was <laughs> was that your attempt of bruh yes bruh, bruh. <laughs> bruh. um the, when you're fighting and it's lagging because of the quick time events you're choosing i'm just like Oh, that's down to the engine. That's not the quick time events fall. No, it is because like the, the the computer has to make those snap decisions of what you just picked. And so, so I agree with him in uh, one case with Resident Evil Five, mm-hmm. a game I remember when I first bought that game, which was just like, okay, cool, sitting down, I'm playing this, I'm enjoying the story because it's Chris Redfield. I care about Chris Redfield, and um, you you go to you go to sit your controller down to grab a drink real quick. And then the quick time event comes up. We're like, what the fuck? Why is there quick time events in my cutscenes? Mm-hmm. My cutscenes are my cutscenes. My quick time events are my quick time events. Do not mix the two. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, so that would, that would be me. I, I don't like quick time events. I feel like um, I feel like they're a little cheesy. And I just, I'm not okay. a fan of them. Uh, what, what about some of your favorite 
uh, game mechanics. So let me see. See, I love it. I love games when they they try to be something that they're not. Sometimes when they act, like what I love is when a game alludes to something. Like I don't know how to explain it properly. Like I don't know. I don't know how to good. good you know what it is. Bad game mechanics are always seen. You always know a bad game mechanic. You can't always pick out a good one because you just think it's good. Yeah, it's meant to it's be working. Like that. You don't. I don't always, exactly when something's working. You you take it for granted that it's working. Mm -hmm. You're just like, well, this is how it should be. Why do I? I don't need to think about it. But you always recognize when something doesn't work. Yeah. It's just like uh, content on YouTube. Like you watch a video, you bounce. You don't hit that like button. You don't drop a comment. You're just like, oh, that was cool. I like that. Yeah. But you don't let the person know you liked it. You just take it for granted that they know. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, I don't Interesting. know. So, my best. My best. My best. Uh, favorite? GTA. I feel like GTA does it all perfect. Where the golf is good enough. Mm -hmm. The tennis is good enough. The, the racing. I don't really like driving in GTA. That's why I make someone else drive me around. <laughs> um but those games, it's just, do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I do agree with you on the worst, though. Like, yeah, quick time events good. during cutscenes are fucking annoying. It takes you right out of that moment as well when you just yeah. experience something. I, I'll say this. Uh, game mechanic that I like. I do agree with him to an extent where, like, when the game changes itself up, when, um, like, not so much like the third person going into, like, a motorbike level or anything like that. Um, I feel like... A, um, and it brings me back to Resident Evil. When the game reminds you in those subtle ways that you're not in control, it's in control. When it has those like tense experiences, for example, all I'm going to say is the car in Resident Evil 7. That moment is beautiful. You know, when, mm. when, when, they, when they give you things and then they go, and we're going to take them away. But I like those things. They're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, I love that. Doesn't matter what you like. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah. So same thing goes like like in uh, in Dead Space when there's like some like a, there's a mission or two when you only have your stasis, and I'm just like, ooh, this is nice. Like, how am I gonna get through it? You know, like it changes it up, but in a in a way that it complements the game. So it doesn't yeah. try to change a genre. It's just saying, okay, now you know you did this with two hands, I do it with one. So that's what yeah. I'm gonna say. I, I, I like what gives you that. Thank you very much for the email, Matthew. Keep on coming, seriously, please do. I'd much rather that my sack be filled. Uh, my Xbox can be podcast at gmail.com. Fill my sack, please. <laughs> please fill the sack. Because when it's this next one, when it's a large sack, it's the most beautiful sack you've ever seen in your life. Oh, it feels great when it's filled. <laughs> um, this next one says, "Hi, fixer and unknown co-host." Hello. Let me start with a little backstory. Okay. Recently, I have gotten my stepdaughter into gaming. She is 16, and I have a fantastic relationship with her. I upgraded to the Xbox One S with Gears and got all the other ones free on backwards compatibility. So I knew that you could play them all local co-op. So I suggested that we play them all. Okay. Fast forward a month or so, and we have smashed all of them, including four. So then I suggest that we play Horde Mode because she now loves the franchise and didn't fancy playing anything else. Anyways, Christmas rolls around and all her mates get Xboxes, Xbox Ones, good girls, 
or boys, whatever way, uh, and start playing Gears Online. So Amy usually plays when I'm at work on nights or waits till I've finished playing on a night, usually around 10, 11 p.m., and then jumps on after. So the other night, I finish on Xbox, I finish on the Xbox around 10 and go to bed as I have to be up for work at 5 o'clock in the morning. The next thing I know, it's 12.30, and all I can hear downstairs is, fuck you, and I'll fucking get you for that, except... I go downstairs and hear, and she has the headset on, so she can't tell how ob, uh, obscenely loud she is. And I tell her, can you be quiet and think about going to bed as she has school in the morning? So I go back to bed and she carries on being loud as hell. So what I did next is something I feel is on the same level as turning off the internet. I got the Xbox One app on my, I got the Xbox One app on my phone and turned on the remote control option and kept pressing the home button <laughs> i could hear her telling friends that the battery must be going in her controller this makes me giggle a little then she just cracked uh cranks up the noise by this time it's one o'clock in the morning i was pissed by this point my next action was the last result i just kept turning the xbox off and every time i heard it turn back on i just turned it off again this lasted around five minutes until she gave up and went to bed. So my question is, does this make me a bad parent? Anyway, sorry for the long email. Much love and keep up the good work. Ben Jack. The number one, this is a fucking awesome email. Please keep the yeah. emails coming in. This was amazing. Number two, does this make you a bad no. parent? No. This makes you an awesome parent. Yeah. Just think. Yeah. Like, imagine. I don't have kids. So I don't know, but I if I know how I get when my internet goes off. Yeah, you went downstairs. You asked her to be quiet because she has a headset on. Trust me, we've all been there. I, me especially, I talk glad anyway. So I've been there, and yeah, you're just like, come on, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck. And there's only so many times you can go downstairs and say shut the fuck up. So then you have to take matters into your own hands, like you did, and you did it in the coolest yeah. way possible, in my opinion. Yeah. I like it. Would you? My dad. My dad, he would have knocked first. He would have gave me a warning. He'd be like, it's a, hey. This is how my dad talks. Very Spanish. Hey, what's going on in there? Uh, oh, sorry, dad. I'll keep it low. Yeah, you better keep it low. Okay. Wait, would he not have said Bibliotheca by and then, now? Or oh, Comatea Maz? What? Would he not have said Bibliotheca by now? Yeah. Or Comatea yeah, Maz? Well, no, because my dad, he talks like, uh, he talks like, uh, what's his face? Oh man, the famous cowboy John Wayne. That's how my dad, okay, Spanish yeah. John Wayne, because that's how he learned English. So like, <laughs> that's awesome. uh, yeah. And then and then what he would do is like, if I was really loud, um, he would he would knock on the door. He would be like, hey, hey, shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> and then third time, he's just opening the door and he's kicking my ass. So damn like, straight, dude. My dad would not. He's a mental terrorist. My dad. <laughs> He knew, like, once I got to 16, 17, I could kick his ass. So if I yeah. if I misbehaved, he'd get me at night. Because he's waking up like you're waking up, 5 a.m. He, he, he'd be... <laughs> there was one day where, like, I was a total dick to him. Same, same scenario, same scenario. And he's just like, he's just like, he just goes, all right, then, I'll get you while you sleep. And then I'm like, What's, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? And then what I'm what just the hell does that that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And did I, was I ever loud again? No. No. 
Because you fucking don't want to be woke up at five o'clock in the morning. So you bad but parent? No, you're awesome as no shit. No way. No way. Like, number one, you let us stay up past like 11 o'clock to play yeah, Xbox. Awesome. Like, come on. That's amazing, number one. Number two, she's using your Xbox. Like, she doesn't have legs to stand on at this point. Number three, she lives in your house. She Does she pay you rent? I bet she don't. So you get to do whatever the hell you want. So, for me, I say you did the perfect thing. What I would say is don't admit it to her. So now you have her. You have her literally. Yeah, don't even tell her what you did. By the balls. But clearly she doesn't have balls because she's a girl. Oh, boy. Um, So, by her hair, I guess. Um, (laughs) And um, I would say don't tell her that you did this. And just every time she does it, just do do the same thing. The only thing I think that's problem with your plan is you took too long. You you, you tried to be nice with the whole um, pushing the home button. Just straight go to off and on. Straight straight to that like go downstairs give her the warning after the warning it's straight going off and every time she tries to turn that off because otherwise that's a long and strenuous process and you just need to get back to sleep you gotta get up in the morning exactly so you're look, sacrificing saying, your, you're, you're sleeping at the end of the day you didn't turn off the internet if you turn off the internet i'd call you a dick because that's the biggest no-no in my head i no no i hate it when parents do that shit or back when the 316 they put a padlock through the, the disc tray yeah. Like, ha, 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 I've got games digital, bitch. Have that. Yeah. Um, don't call your mum a bitch, though. Anyway, okay. that's... that's Only me, I can do that. that. What? No. Oh, I, I, be, I mess around with my mom all the time. It, me and my mom have, like, this best... Like, I don't know why she loves me. Because, like, my mom... Because her son? No, no, like, you, like, you don't understand. Like, I, I really do fuck around with her a lot. <laughs> she's a big... She's really big into the Jesus... So sometimes, like, when she asks who's there, I pretend I'm the devil. I go, it's just me, Lucifer, Lord of Lies, Miriam. <laughs> and my mom's like, Joseph, don't do that. You're going to give me nightmares. Stop it. You're going you're gonna to get nightmares. I'm like, no, I'm Lucifer. <laughs> my dad, my dad. You're a weird guy. Listen. you got a dad this John Wayne and a mom that's scared of, like, you pretending <laughs> to be the devil. My dad's awesome, though. Yeah, he takes no shit. So I, w- I would say this: take no shit from her. Just turn that Xbox off. If she keeps on doing it, just set the timer for eleven. Don't be the mental ter- terrorist like my dad did. That, like, my dad always hated video games. Like he hated yeah, that them. That sucks. And like the one thing he hated too was like squirt guns. And when I was a little kid, I play with him in the house. And you know what he'd do? Fucking break him in front of me. Yep. It was the worst thing. I've been there, me, man. I'm just stop it. No. <laughs> No, this is my favorite squirt gun. He's just like, just beat she- me, leave my guns. <laughs> Hit this, you know. So like, don't, don't. Like, I love the relationship you have with your daughter, because like that's something like I want. When that's I'm awesome. A dad. Playing through the Gears of War games with your, your daughter—that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I would just say like, remain the cool dad. Yeah. And take the high road, but just if she keeps on doing it, then you gotta set the parental, uh, the parental thing on. You you gotta come down. Yeah. You gotta come down on her. Like yo, no. And then when no, she no, no. when she asks what's up, she goes, "Well, you're too fucking loud." So and I tried to tell you. I tried to be nice, exactly. but you didn't want to be nice. Yeah. Gotta be diplomatic. You gotta you gotta. There's your there's there's our new segment. Yeah. Parenting advice with my ex and me. <laughs> we got yeah. this. I'll just yeah. Um, That's all I gotta say. Again. Yeah, thank you everyone for the emails. Be sure to fill the sack. Uh, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Again, I know you guys are out there. I see the numbers each week. Yeah. List the person listening right now. I'm talking to you. Yes, you. 
I am talking to Can you. Radio up? Yes, yes, you, you. Yeah. I need you to send an email to my Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. Please write it down. I know you're right there. The I time. see the numbers. I know you're thinking to yourself right now, he ain't talking to me because I can't be bothered, but I am. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves right. out of there. What you got for me? Uh, okay, so gang, if you like my voice, and I don't know why, but I have a YouTube ca- channel called Poly Games. That's where I talk about uh, news and stuff that's happening in the world of video games, so you can check that out. I also have a podcast. You can see that on uh, iTunes uh, by the same name. So, yeah. This week I just have um, an unboxing of the Reaper statue from Overwatch, and then we're going to get political, and we're going to talk about tariffs. It's going to be real fun. Make sure you drink on that one. <laughs> so Poly Games is the place to be, apparently. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at MCFixer. Uh, also, add me on Xbox, uh, XOB Space Fixer. So that's X, big X, little B. I'm going to change it soon, too. XOB Fixer, you can find me. I'm out there. Um, I want to get back into achievement hunting, so I can talk about that a bit more. Um, Joe, I don't know if you've ever been an achievement guy I used or to be. trophy guy. I used to be. So, could I bring that back out of you, do you think? I've always liked achievements. Find that soon. I always like it. find that soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going to try and I'm trying to get back into the achievement. Yeah, so, too. anyone that wants to play The Division, anyone that wants to play, because um, I need to do a load of stuff on Division, um, Forza Horizon 3, I've got to play. Yeah. Uh, GTA, I'm back on. I'm back playing GTA again. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I'm gonna try and get a few of the last achievements. So I'm back on the achievement grind. Uh, video wise, I've got a new video. Uh, Ask Fix, a new Ask Fix up. Some people seem to enjoy the episode, so go check that out. It's YouTube.com/slash/MCFixer. Um, follow me on everywhere else. Again, Patreon.com gets you the audio early and keeps the lights on. Literally, because sometimes it pays the electric bill. Um, if you can't support on Patreon, I totally understand. Get the show on a Friday uh, for free over on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Joe. Yes. Maybe we need to get the show up on Google Play. Mm. Maybe, but you would need to do that because you're American, and I'm not American. I don't let they don't let Brits on. Oh, uh, really? Interesting. So we'll have to have a conversation about that soon. Really? They don't. Inter- they, he built That's a wall true. there. They put a, Trump put the wall up on Google wow, Play. Wow, he's really getting into it, man. I know. Holy I know. shit, that's uh, until yeah, until next week. Uh, I will love you. I will leave you, and I will see you all later. Deuces. Say bye. Oh, good day. No, I get the last word. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>